Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Emmanuel, your host. Ugh, big, big old sentence at the very beginning. We're really excited for the new season of Loki, the very first second season granted to an MCU project. Loki season two, which comes out October 6th, 2023. We'll be talking episode by episode. In the next couple of weeks, though, we're going to be talking Marvel stuff. We're going to be taking fun quizzes, talking about the state of the MCU, what's going on in this phase. Some maybe, I mean, we may talk news, okay? A lot of rumors out there. It seems like so many people are writing headlines about who is not in the Fantastic Four movie. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but if you're not always online, that's fine. You don't have to worry about it. So far, nothing big has dropped about that. Anyways, I digress. Not only do we love Marvel, we love Star Wars. And if you like Star Wars, a lot of the Countdown to Infinity crew is on a show called Countdown to Skywalker. Oh, shoot. That's the wrong title. It's fine. It's called The Countdown Strikes Back. I forgot. I don't want to put anyone on blast, but a major company asked us not to use the word Skywalker. I won't tell you what company that is, but you can guess if you want to. We talk all things Star Wars over there, and there's a new season of Ahsoka coming out in a couple of weeks, I believe August 23rd. And so the guys, Brent, who has been on this podcast before, and John and Drew, who basically helped start this pod, they were on every episode for a really long time. We're talking ahsoka what we're thinking about that show so we assumed a lot of you like star wars maybe you don't it's fine you can skip this episode or give it a listen because we're a lot of fun even if you don't know anything about uh luke and leia and boba fett and jabba the hutt and c3p okay i'm not gonna go down the entire list but even if you're not a huge fan of star wars you can still listen to this because it's going to prime you talk about some of the things we're expecting out of the new show ahsoka on disney plus but again if you don't you can skip it but if you're a fan subscribe to the countdown strikes back and if you enjoy this episode we'll be back every single week to talk about more ahsoka but next week we're back to marvel we're back to the mcu we're talking loki season two all through the fall, it sounds like. But without further ado, enjoy this preview of our Ahsoka show on Countdown Strikes Back with John, Drew, and Brent and myself. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. In a galaxy far, far away came a podcast from out of this world. With only a 3,720 to 1 chance of succeeding. Oh, dear. But don't worry. It wasn't a trap. The force was strong with them. <laughs> And so it worked. Everyone in the Order knew Anakin Skywalker. Few would live to see what he became. By the end of the Clone Wars, I walked away from him and the Jedi. In this war, you will face more than just droids. As your master, it's my responsibility to prepare you. I won't always be there to look out for you. I could use the help. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Don't be afraid. Trust your instincts. I know you can do this, Ahsoka. <gasps> Was that the right one? PT Dubs? Yeah, that was it. Was it? Okay, okay. Welcome to the Countdown Strikes Back, a Star Wars podcast. We talk all things the galaxy far, far away, and we are back. Babu's boys are back. Mm. 
because a new show is releasing on Disney Plus. The show is titled Ahsoka, releasing August 23rd. A two-episode premiere following Ahsoka, a character in Star Wars that has become, I think, more prominent than ever before after being featured in Clone Wars, uh, Rebels, I guess now in live action, portrayed by Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian. Was she in Book of Boba Fett? I feel like everyone was in that show. Okay, yes. So she she was also famously in The Book of Boba Fett in that that wild show that had everything we could possibly want. We're talking about what we're looking forward to in the show, and then we'll be going episode by episode as it releases. I'm so excited. My name is Manuel. Hey, hey, it's Andrew. Hey, it's Brent. What's up? It's John. What's up? It's been months and months and months. And so that everyone knows when there's no Star Wars show or movie coming out, we basically uh, uh, just lay down on the on the carpet face down. Um, yeah. <laughs> quietly. Yeah. We're just yeah. going to hibernation. It's like that, it's like that video, uh, the music video, uh, Just by Radiohead, where everyone's just on the floor the entire time. Like, that's, that's, that's what, what yeah. happens to us, yeah. While, while Jeff pretty... plays in the background, like, <laughs> year round, <laughs> or like, you know, month round, yeah. That's until, like, uh, uh, a trailer's released, and then we sit up. We don't stand up. That's too much movement for, for the, mm. like, a bear waking up from hibernation, I guess. We're... Yeah, and then we crawl to our computer chairs Ugh. slowly. Yeah. And also, we're, we're completely naked, just all of us, yeah. Mm. In the same room. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Somebody draw that up. Uh, Ahsoka is from uh, uh, created by John Favreau and Dave Filoni, the Mando Boys. So the Babu Boys are on the pod. The Mando Boys are working on all the live action shows. Rosario Dawson is back as Ahsoka Tano. There's a lot of people joining this cast, mostly live action adaptions, live action adaptions of characters established in the show Rebels. But don't you worry, it sounds like you may not have to have seen all hundred or so episodes of Rebels, because uh, they'll catch us up pretty pretty quickly. But Natasha Leo Bordizo is Sabine Wren. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is Hera Sandula. Ray Stevenson, uh, RIP, as Balin Skull. Uh, it depends on how much you want to know. You can know quite a bit about him already if you want to, but if not, you're good. We won't we won't spoil it. A bunch of other people, including Lars Mikkelsen as Grand Admiral Thrawn. They have they shown? I don't know about talking about the other person that's on the cast because I don't know if they if, if he's shown yet in trailers and stuff. But I feel like they have shown Thrawn. They have right. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was talking about another character who was in Rebels. Zeb. Younger, well, Zeb, we've seen. Younger oh, boy. yeah, they showed. They did. Okay, in the Ezra. first, uh, the first trailer, yeah, yeah. they show him. Okay, cool. Like a hologram, yeah, like a little hologram. Little Ezra. Imana Esfandi is Ezra. Br- so Ezra Bridger. So that's oh, the cast. Like, sounds like you said something else there. Like, uh, I thought so. I was about to say <laughs> the Flash. <laughs> Gone in a flash. Drew, what are you looking forward to in the Ahsoka show? I guess it is also what are you looking forward to in the Rebels live action show, in a way. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I'm looking forward to is to get more of these characters. I think Rebels, uh, I had put off for so long because of the art style. But once I kind of did some digging and was like, oh, it's a little bit more in tune with the Ralph McQuarrie concept art and things like that. Um, You know, concept art Chewbacca is Zeb, concept art R2 is Chopper, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they even straight up use the the concept art looking Darth Vader and stuff like yeah. that. Um, the plus, point plus that, Thrawn. 
Thrawn, which is was was big in the non-canon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the legends, and even everyone's complaint about that is that the lightsabers look too skinny. But that's the way again. Macquarie had them back in the day. But what? I did, I've never heard of that. Wait, what? You need some yeah, Viagra some on those people, lightsabers. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, some people didn't like how the girth of the lightsaber. That's what yeah, they, they, want. Some, they, they want. want those they're more like laser swords. It's right. not about the girth of the lightsaber. It's about the motion of the ocean. <laughs> of the <laughs> yeah. lightsaber. Um, but yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I think Rebels jumped up in like my Star Wars ranking uh, more than I thought it would because of how quickly it made me attach to these characters. And so, yeah, I'm I'm really really excited to see just them carry on and get to finish their story because Rebels wasn't really a definitive ending. It did leave loose ends so that, so that way they could maybe like split up their characters eventually and have them appear in different things or whatever. But I didn't expect a full-blown sequel, especially by someone like they could have got anybody to run the show or direct. And instead, um, Dave Filoni's taking helm of this one specifically, which makes sense because he is, um, you know, the co-creator of Ahsoka along with George Lucas and stuff. But that's, that's why I think I'm, I'm so excited because I know Filoni hasn't really had a miss yet in the Star Wars universe. I know people say like that OG movie, um, the the one that he directed back in the day, but I just think that we weren't ready for Star Wars in an animated form because when you watch that movie, it just seems like two, three episodes of The Clone Wars, like a, a filler arc, if you would. But even some of the filler arc, I don't mind and I like in The Clone Wars. I think that's why a lot of people have an issue with episodes of Mando and Book of Boba and Obi-Wan because some of it feels quote-unquote filler when we've talked about how everything that is in a movie is filler. <laughs> so um yeah it, it it really excites me especially to see you know live action versions of thrawn and um i i can't wait for some of the surprises hopefully that he has like if he has freddie prince jr as like a uh, kanan then i'm gonna freak out or if, if they get zeb in there so that they can reunite the whole crew or if hondo onaka live action is there like stuff like that that's what's gonna freak me out i think the most you know tomorrow morrison as uh, captain rex and i just know that Dave Filoni knows how to balance that out to where it's not doesn't feel entirely fan servicey because obviously some people haven't seen Rebels, and so they're going to need more context and they're not going to freak out as much as we are. But I think he he does a really good job at organically uh, putting these types of characters in those situations. So um, yeah, I'm really excited to see how they finish up the characters of the um, the Ghost Crew or Phoenix Squadron. Yeah, important to note, too, for people listening not so familiar, the timeline of Ahsoka, so that you know, because there's stuff happening across every saga, this is concurrent with season three of The Mandalorian, right? Am I right in that? So it's kind of the most updated, most current version of events. So in that way, I guess it's still before The Force Awakens, but uh, it's at least post-Grogu. Grogu's alive and, and all of that is happening still. Um, so yeah, yeah, write that down in your journals to reference to be like, wait, where's, where is everyone? Who's this? What's what's happening? Some of it, it looks like it was reshot from rebels. Like a lot lot of that first trailer looks like it's the ending to rebels, but it's just Mm -hmm. retooled, um, in live action. Um, even that trailer we just saw, like it's that, that we just heard it's Anakin talking Mm. in the, and like just to hear Hayden Christensen say Ahsoka's name is crazy to me. Um, but also like it's, it's that speech he gave her at the beginning of order 66. Remember they did a tell of the Jedi episode where he, um, he's training her to against clones. He's like, not everything you're going to meet is droids and whatever, whatever. So the fact that they had him re-record that Mm. pretty much verbatim is, is wild. And I can see them redoing a lot of flashbacks or a lot of things that we saw in animated form in live action. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. That's kind of wild. John, what are you looking forward to in Ahsoka? She's kind of like our Nexus character. 
at this point that kind of connects a lot of these dots. That too. I'm very interested in an overall like insertion of this storyline in the canon because Ahsoka seems to be kind of very, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a retcon, you know, for people who haven't, you know, because people, some people just, uh, Abrams himself, you know, probably was like the movies are Bible and that's it. Like everything else is, you know, and everyone who uh, does the movies probably thinks that way, even regardless of Mando or Ahsoka happening, like who, the next director or something is still probably just going to pay it. Mangled is probably, you know, making his own shit up just based on the movies, not so much the, uh, the lore, you know, like, you know, so um, I'm very interested to see how the popular, like this very popular character and like the, because it's, it's like, this is our time now, right? like the, the Rebels fans, the Clone Wars fans, like this is our time. Cause like we're getting live action versions of this story. And so like for people to be like kind of dismissing, not that they're dismissing, it's not a dismissal at all. It's kind of just like, Oh, I don't, I haven't, I'm not interested in a cartoon. I'm, you know, I'm interested in like a movie. So to have these like characters kind of jump over and then have this like crazy storyline effect through the whole canon, like, you know, um, I guess, you know, if you can call it that way, cause it seems pretty irrelevant by the time you get to the force awakens, but to have like something like a Thrawn war or like, you know, an heir to the empire storyline, starting with a live action Ahsoka and then having things, elements like, um, like Alec and Skepper coming back and actually like, you know, uh, doing flashback scenes, you know, for something that like isn't hinted at in the, in the prequel movies. Um, that's really awesome, you know? And then even then, like even listening to the, uh, listening to his dialogue in the trailer, he kind of sounds like he's trying to mold it, to Matt Latner's Anakin, like he's trying to sound like the the Clone Wars one, like even with the way he's, and that could just be me, but like I'm just kind of thinking, I was like, he's trying to, he doesn't sound like the Anakin from the movies or even from Obi-Wan, he sounds like an Anakin from the show where he's like trying to do, because the Anakin from the show is not Hayden Christensen, it's a whole different performance. So I do like that he's kind of trying to kind of maybe sprinkle a little bit of that of that influence in there. Um, but mainly, yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of more interested from a whole, like I was like, is this gonna work? Are people going to kind of like, not that it matters because they're going to make more either way or maybe not, you know, like we're in the era of uh, reactive studio stuff. So, I mean, not when it comes to the writing, but like right when it comes to like, you know, uh, we need to like pivot into what people want to, you know, see. So like, I want to see if this works, you know, and how like how grand it is for the um, like how grand the consequences are for stories going forward. And if these characters will stick, you know, or if like, you know, or also, like, and then I guess at a, at a, from a curious point of view, like, how do you implement original trilogy characters? Not that you need to. I really hope they don't. But I feel like they are going to. How do you implement that? Because we're still in the era of their prime. Like, we're, we're still in the era of, I mean, we're not seeing them, but, like, Han Solo is supposed to be in his prime. Luke Skywalker's mm-hmm. in his prime. You know, uh, Princess Leia's in his prime. You can't have, like, these crazy, like, I guess you can, maybe. It really depends on the execution. But, like, how do you have these crazy like galaxy threatening events and then not yeah. reference them, you know, mm, huge. Like, um, yeah. So I'm excited to see if I'm, I'm basically just excited to see if it works. I know we've been getting kind of just with the trailers have been only to me, just teases. Like it doesn't seem like they kind of ruin a whole lot. I think the Anakin thing kind of does kind of give a big spoiler for people, but I, you know, I understand that they probably need people to, to watch the show. <laughs> it's like they said, they want to hook them with something. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this, uh, for this crazy experiment and i'm also excited from like to see feloni kind of like spearhead all of this because like yeah i do like his episodes his episodes are very lore heavy in the mando stuff you know i think like i can't i don't want to group him in with with clone wars or rebels episodes because that's basically all him but like uh like an episode of mando or Bo- 
Boba Fett, where it's just like heavy felony and heavy lore. Like, it was that we're getting every episode. I mean, I'm excited. You know, I'm down, but like, I want to see how, how it works. So, like, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the experiment, basically. He even has the composer of Clone Wars and Rebels working on this show, and you're like, holy shit, like, that's going to be awesome because mm-hmm. I love the music from those because they are trying to copy John Williams, and it's just going to go towards making that feel like a more genuine uh, Filoni experience. Yeah. He's writing every episode. He's directing a bunch of them with a lot of the Mando crew and some new people. So it'll definitely fit alongside Rebels. And that score is going to be good. I mean, remember when they like got a little darker and it gets a little slower? The score is meant to kind of make you sad to be TBH. And you're like, oh, man, it's it's happening now. Brent, what are you looking forward yeah. to in Osoka? <clears throat> Yeah, I, John and Drew hit like a lot of my kind of thoughts about this. Like, uh, it, it's still, it's still so wild to me that this show, this live action show, this this version of Ahsoka, it exists. Like that that you know they were able to essentially make what, by all accounts, seems like a sequel series to Rebels, uh, into live action. With big actors and fan, like, fan cast um, too, like kind of what kind of fan yeah, casted yeah. a little bit. Um, it's kind of a wild decision. Um, it's the I, biggest fan cast since Mister Fantastic and Jim from The Office. That's only a couple oh of years gosh, ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's happening a lot these days, I guess. Um, oh, but I yeah, I'm excited. Seen the Flash, sorry, <laughs> uh, I'm excited for. I'm really excited for the show. Um, you know, like in between Star Wars things, uh, I'm I'm always a Star Wars fan, but I feel like it kind of like uh, it kind of like goes away when there's nothing actively like out, and then like a, sh- a show like Ahsoka starts coming in, and then it's like it's the all the Star Wars fandom starts creeping back in, and I'm like really excited now. And I think uh, Filoni for me is is kind of the uh main reason why i think like he has shown in clone wars and rebels and a lot of the stuff he's done in mando uh that like he to me has like the best understanding of star wars especially especially rebels like rebels is easily one of my like very favorite top three probably overall star wars things that exists like i just think it's so so good and uh, some of the ideas he explored in that show, some of the the things, many things that he brought into the canon. Uh, and so far, you know, the like uh, I think John was saying that like we have mostly just gotten kind of teases. But um, I, I feel I feel and hope that this is like a full blown Filoni Star Wars thing, and that we don't get, uh, you know, I have a lot of fun with Mandalorian, but Mandalorian is very, very safe in its intent and what it wants to explore in star Wars. You you act like episode four of this isn't going to be Grogu and, uh, might be actually might be be Mando. I don't even know if you're joking. Hey, Luke's back, baby. (laughs) Luke is back. CGI. Luke is back. No, man. I, I just, I don't want the show to be that. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I want it to. I know there's going to be some crossover stuff. I'm I'm sure. Like there, he's building this whole heir to the empire thing, and I'm excited to see what that is. And this is seems like one of a big step going towards that. Beginning in Mandalorian, I guess season three. 
but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what he brings uh, to live action Star Wars um, aside from Ahsoka now in live action. And yeah, I hope it's successful. I hope the, you know, the, I hope it's a successful kind of uh, season of Star Wars TV, you know, and people take to it and that they're able to keep taking I guess what I'm getting at is that I hope that he takes risks and that, uh, you know, it's successful. He's successful at that. And that, uh, we get some real interesting star Wars stories from this, I guess. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Boom. All of them die at the end. And then we follow Jason Sindula, the new Jedi Padawan grows up with Grogu mm-hmm. going to school. I'm just kidding. But also, hey, y'all, yeah. Y'all oh, man, seen those Lego leaks? Yeah, no, I want to no. see anything more. Okay, never but mind. I I need to like I need to see shit like that. Like I need to see like a flashback to us like when Ahsoka was younger, and it's Frank Oz as Yoda teaching at her, and then when she talks, it's Ashley Exton. You know, and you're like, holy shit, this is the best. That's, that's the kind oh, of oh, I see what you mean. So, you, as like you, young, yeah. you think baby Ahsoka tries to rival uh, baby Yoda in the merch wars i don't even know what to what she already, hey it already happened in uh in tales, tales of the jedi, jedi baby man. really what's up baby um man there's two really big characters that i'm excited for because like john said massive retcon but incredibly i think important canon characters to everything ah- ahsoka <laughs> snoke number one well that leads into my second one because ahsoka <laughs> of course ahsoka has time traveled she's done so much she's like in the room with Darth Vader often. And uh, it's kind of crazy, but absolutely important character. And maybe the one that, uh, apart from just time traveling, has the biggest, most zoomed out view of the whole thing because she quit the Jedi Order. She survives, you know, Order 66. She's been out helping the, like, she's done so much that in the shadows, uh, honestly, maybe even a bigger goat than Luke at this point, like in terms of mm-hmm. impact yeah. uh, in, in the, I was going to say in the MCU, that is so bad, but in the star Wars universe. And also she's in the MCU uh, in the, in the, in the wreck it Ralph sequel. But then there's grand Admiral Thrawn, which I'm just, I feel like in the retcon of this all, is going to be the saving grace because we've already established that there's a lot of cloning stuff happening in this half of Star Wars, including Exegol and Snoke and the Emperor who is back. But even in the Mando shows, we've got Grogu blood, we've got Mount Tantis, and it seems like there's someone pulling the the strings of the science of this all. And it feels like it's right up Thrawn's alley, which is great. It will definitely help everything to have some sort of uh, cloning backbone or, you know, whatever's going on. You say Mount uh, DeSantis? Mount DeSantis, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't get along with anyone it's else. Just, that's yeah, just yeah, in exactly. Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mount- that uh, one way out meant that Thrawn's going to come over there, kidnap Kino Loy's ass and turning him into Snoke. It's going to happen. I mean, <laughs> and we also know, and this is, you know, speaking of Orlando, uh, the Disneyfication of this whole thing is crazy because we've got a movie coming out that we know Filoni is a building towards. He's got all these, you know, other master plan stuff. So it does seem like this is maybe a new chapter of this grander thing because Mandalorian was just like season one was a 
was a big success and a proving ground for this type of storytelling and Boba Fett. And it shows that it kind of works. So now it's just like, like everything else, how much bigger can we write this story? Let's get in that writer's room, plot out six seasons in a movie, you know, and we're in it. And we'll pay. Yeah, yeah, someone will pay for it. (laughs) Um, Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully the check clears. But that's really exciting because as far as Star Wars goes, and this could, I guess, be a broader discussion. uh, There's a lot of stuff announced all the time. (laughs) But this is happening like Ahsoka's happening. The movie based on the Mandoverse uh, is probably happening. Like this is the active story engine in Star Wars, apart from, I guess, High Republic stuff in the books, which is happening, too. But regardless of what happens with these movies, that writers and directors are always coming and going. This is it. Like, this is happening. Like, this is whether or not it's kind of like bookended by uh, The Rise of Skywalker or not. Like, this is the this is happening. And I'm really just excited because it's going to lead towards some really fun times, I think, for Star Wars fan, especially people who watch Rebels. I mean, there's not, uh, that's, I guess, like another big part. Like, uh, how do y'all feel about some of the casting of the Rebels crew? I know that we're probably big fans of, of, of all of them. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I think the casting is, is great just all around. Like, uh, they, they all look excellent as, as their characters. Like, uh, the actress playing Sabine seems like a great Sabine in, in what we've seen of her. Natasha uh, Leo Bardizo. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is good stuff. It may be the casting may be too good. You know, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, do you see the casting or you see the actor? So like, well, I hope it doesn't go that way. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes, I'm thinking of Hera. You know, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is um, synonymous with like geek culture. She's been in every like almost like major franchise that's come mm-hmm. out. So like, you kind of like it was like when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman. Even now, you're just kind of like you just see Ben Affleck. Yeah. You don't really see like, Affleck. Yeah. yeah. And so like the casting may be a little bit too good. That being said, like I do like all the casting or, or like I do like the entire cast. It's pretty awesome. Having it's, Ray Stevenson as some sort of like faux dark uh Jedi or something is like it's pretty it's a, like the writing was on the wall for that guy, you know, rest in peace, but like he you know, it was pretty cool that he got to you know to do it like a Star Wars project, I guess. Cuz I was like that's that guy was that guy was pretty great. He was like one of the he was a goat and I mean he does a Anything he's in, he's usually when, when if he's playing like a like a comedic role or like a villain or hell even the Punisher, like he was killing it. So, and yeah, I yeah. was most worried about the casting for Grand Admiral Thrawn because you know you see like the situation where they're like, okay, we're gonna bring the person who voiced him back up. Um, you're gonna be the real person, but and then you also get the opposite where they're like Rosario Dawson, you're taking over from this other person. Mm. So I was real nervous because I don't think there's a lot of people who can kind of encapsulate what Thrawn is because he's um, supposed to be one of the best of the best uh, when it comes to Star Wars villains. So um, I was super nervous. And then when they casted Lars, who's the voice in Rebels, um, I was like, we're good because he's going to fucking kill it, I'm sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Just Man, I'm, I'm like super giddy to see Thrawn. And I hope to God he doesn't die here. And uh, maybe he's the villain of like the movie or something because... Uh, yeah, motherfucker took down the Bendu. Yeah, Lars Mikkelsen's so good. I mean, I feel like that's a perfect example of just kind of his whole embodiment because we've seen him act uh, yeah. very much. I always think of House of House, House of, of Cards, Cards the president the of Russia. Yeah, he was yeah. scary in that show. I mean, he's opposite Kevin Spacey, so you know he's scary if he's, and he's doing scarier that. than him in that show. It's like, <laughs> goddamn. 
but yeah, the kind of transcending that into the voice is is kind of wild. I'm I'm I mean, with that, I'm just kind of like he's gonna be blue. Like yeah. he's, I wonder if he looks pretty good. I wonder if I mean, we'll like go past that at a certain point. We're just like, oh, this guy's scary, but he's but he's blue. <laughs> like you know, like I'm not scared. But uh, I I think it's gonna be totally fine. Some new characters too that I won't go into too much detail, but there's some supporting cast around Thrawn. Uh, we already talked about Ray Stevenson's Balin Skull, who's not necessarily super established um, anywhere else. So there's going to be a lot of other people around the main cast that I think we're going to be spending a lot of time with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what, what, uh, what their whole deal is, right? Cause they have orange lightsabers. They're talking about Anakin and, and Darth Vader and stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah, I'm very curious to see like what, you know, obviously it's it's about her trying to she knows about Thrawn. She's hungry. He's out there, yeah. right? And I guess Thrawn I'm curious to see how things follow up with the ending of Rebels. Because mm-hmm. like last we saw, Thrawn and Ezra were getting like shot out into fucking Hyper wherever, space, yeah. right? Yeah. And so like mm-hmm. is Ezra gonna be in there from episode one? If not, why not? Yeah. Uh so I got a lot of questions too. Um yeah, but, like if uh, Thrawn yeah. if Thrawn got picked up or is like he's okay, what happened to Ezra? Like were they just yeah. thrown out of that right. ship or something? Like well, you we know? see that whale in in the newest season of Mando. Oh, I feel like that was setting up uh or just introducing to the audience a little bit. Like there are space whales out there. Y'all gotta get used to it because Ahsoka, these yeah. motherfuckers are gonna be everywhere. <laughs> Grogu saw one. We'll see. Yeah, he, he tracks the beast. All right. Well, we're really excited to go episode by episode. So we'll be back soon. I wouldn't say next week, maybe the week after that, because August 23 is 10 days away still from from the time we're recording this. But we'll be watching those two episodes. We get a, a close to a two hour premiere of the Ahsoka show. We'll be really excited about that. And then all the way through October. Uh, when the final episode releases. Um, anyone have anything final, or do you think we covered it all for, for at least the Ahsoka show? Um, the As- I think that's that, what they should have called it, the Ahsoka the show. Ahsoka the Ahsoka show. show. <clears throat> it was a variety show. Like, they come up, like, <laughs> yeah. like dancing and shit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped. I mean, it's, it's so funny, because, like, this... Uh, yeah, I was like, I feel like... I, I, maybe it's just because Brent said earlier before we started recording, he's like, hey, he hasn't watched a whole lot of trailers or didn't before before we recorded this. And I feel like a lot of the trailers are kind of so, saying the same thing. So I don't really kind of like seek them out. But every now and then I do click on one and I like, clicked on the one that we played at the beginning of this episode. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, so it's almost like it's at the back of my mind. And then when they start showing me more, as it yeah. is with all Star Wars yeah. shows, because the marketing for... Uh, the Star Wars TV shows to me aren't isn't as strong or like in your face as like a movie marketing one would yeah. it be? So like it's kind of like a, it like the the concept of this the concept of it kind of goes to sleep in my mind unless I see something. But I'm sure the show is going to be like pretty yeah. awesome. Like I'm I'm trying to put myself up. I think on late nights I I do put on like every now and then like before I go to sleep maybe like an episode of Clone Wars or like an essential one that they're recommending off of Disney uh, just to get myself in the in the Star Wars mm-hmm. mood I guess you know to try yeah. to pump up for it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, and it's also like uh, good to look ahead. You don't have to. We don't want to look past Ahsoka, but after Ahsoka releases, Skeleton Crew, <laughs> starring Jude Law, is set in the exact same time period uh, and comes out this year as well. So maybe we'll get a little bit of Skeleton what? Crew action happening. Yeah, late twenty twenty three. 
What is how late can you get? I can see that being early. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think. I, I thought don't Acolyte was first. There's like no, trailers was, yeah. and shit out there for Acolyte. I mean, Skeleton the crew, I think, is like probably earlier. It was finished earlier. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll be excited to 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 see what this long form storytelling is happening, at least during this period. And then a season uh, a season finale of uh, Bad Batch. Shit. Bad Batch, yeah. They just, I mean, they're Seriously? filming the other Andor. We got a lot to talk about. But first, we'll get to Ahsoka. Let's go around the horn and give our plugs. Of course, we're plugging Countdown Strikes Back. But uh, Brent, what do you have to plug? Uh, yeah, check out the other Delphin Pod uh, Patreon shows. We Gosh, we got a lot of stuff up there. Um, screen slush episodes. We just did our first uh, tier ranking list, which was uh, fun. We did we did a tier ranking of uh, David Fincher's movies, which was fun. Um, and yeah, check Mine. check that out. A lot of fun stuff. Barbenheimer, Barbenheimer, Barbenheimer. Oh, okay. I thought you were promoting Barbenheimer. I was like, I think a lot no, of people don't need. watch that, Brent. <laughs> yeah, so like, they don't need promotion for that. They've, they're, they're, they <laughs> yeah, got they're this. Good. You know who needs help? The Demeter movie, Last Voyage Demeter. Meg 2 needs a little bit of help. Promote those TMNT? two indie films. TMNT? TMNT? Some, get, that, get that. Yeah. TMNT is so good. Uh, we can't start. We can't start on that. Drew, uh, Drew, what do you have to plug? Uh, the Dirt Sheet Radio and Revenge of the Sequel, mostly. John? Nice. Uh, the countdown to infinity. I'm assuming infinity is endless. So I'm assuming that's still going on. Uh, you know, they're counting yeah. up at this point. Um, I know Marvel's kind of uh, not cool nowadays, or at least it, that's what the what the the climate is online. But um, that's still going strong, and it, the Marvels does look pretty fun. You know, yeah. for all the uh, yeah, well, actually, no, good. I haven't seen any hate on it, but like I do really kind of like enjoy that that second trailer that came out. It it looks very fun and. Nia de Costa. I did like Candyman a whole lot, so like I'm um I'm excited yeah. to see what she does with this uh with uh with this this entry. She said it was fun and quirky, yeah. and then Loki season two, the the very Loki, first yeah. season two of any MCU thing. We've had three right. seasons of Mandalorian, and this is the first season two of of a MCU show. Exciting Loki, stuff. Loki does look pretty. I forgot about it until you said it, but I was like, but like the trailer when it hit, and I was like, hey, whatever, let me let's watch the trailer, and I was like, oh shit, I'm down. No. Yeah, we're back. It'll be fun. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back to talk Ahsoka soon. Bye. <laughs>